0: Before we get started, I want to tell you about a very exciting event I have coming up, which is called Foundations to the Enneagram. It's going to be on February the 8th in Memphis, Tennessee. If you are in the area, I would love for you to come out. I'm going to be teaching the Enneagram from a very accurate standpoint so you can have a strong foundation so you can do some real personal, uh, professional growth within yourself. and I am going to be super excited. I don't have many seats to this one, but it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a workshop. So you're going to do a little work in there as well. You're going to walk away with some tools, some techniques, and some exercises that will help you become better and make healthier choices. So you can sign up for that at kaizencareers.com forward slash events, or you can go to Eventbrite and look up foundations to the Enneagram. Once again, look forward. I would love to see you there. Bye. I want to give a quick shout out to blog.feedspot.com slash enneagram underscore podcast they do kind of a top 15 and they have announced do it for the gram and enneagram podcast is one of their top 15 enneagram podcasts to follow in 2020 uh shout out to them thank you so much and interestingly enough as a seven on this um on this list i'm actually number seven i'm going to put this in the show notes um because i think even though like in competition you always want to be number one but i don't think the enneagram is necessarily competition i think it's what speaks to you what helps you um and what can help others around you so you can check that out um and it'll be in my show notes but thanks to blog feedspot.com uh, uh, for placing me in your top 15 uh, enneagram podcasts to follow in 2020 mm-hmm. Welcome to Do It For The Gram, and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. So this year, I got a lot of different things I had planned out to come throughout the year. And what I'm going to start with is I'm going to start with the thing called Passions of each type, the passion, the bias, the emotional patterns. I'm gonna break that down a little bit, but I wanted to start with that because this year I also wanted to teach um, the subtypes of each number so that um, people can get even more granular and specific on their specific type and their pattern. And really to understand the subtype, you need to understand the passion, vice slash emotional pattern. So in these episodes, in this series we got coming up, it's just gonna be about the passion, the vice, and the emotional pattern for each type. So we're gonna go ahead and get into it. Let's go intro music. All right. So before we jump into what is my type passion, I want to give a disclaimer. I use Enneagram as a growth tool. And so when we talk about the passion, the vice, or the emotional pattern, this is something you have to work on. Your type specifically has to work on. I have to work on. So it's not going to be really nice and just like, oh, this is great. I just love my number and all this kind of fun stuff. Nope. I use it as a growth tool and I'm serious about growth. I'm serious about becoming better. I'm serious about helping you become better. This is going to hit some things and pinpoint some things that are very true about types that can be on the unhealthy and negative side, but it's all in order to help benefit you going forward and making uh, better choices for you and your community. All right, so you may be wondering, what is the passion, vice, or emotional pattern of your Enneagram type? Because you may have seen the different things and maybe not fully understand it. So what is the passion, vice, or emotional pattern? The passion, vice, or emotional pattern all represent the same thing and are used interchangeably throughout Enneagram teaching and books. The passion, vice, or emotional pattern is a specific habit that each type has that flares up hardcore. Unfortunately, the passion, vice, or emotional pattern can be so automatic or native to the way you interact with the world, you may barely notice it's happening or not even recognize it when it's happening. You may say, that is just the way I am, or I am this kind of person without really examining why you react the way you do in certain situations. The Latin root word for passion is passio, which means suffering. The connotation of passion now is more of an intense care or enthusiasm for something, but the root meaning of the word passion is actually suffering. That is why it is used in many Enneagram circles, and especially those who built the foundation of Enneagram years and years and years and years and years and years years ago. The passion of each number is something we all are suffering or must endure through our lives. It does not mean suffer as in being excruciating pain, but more of a habit that seems to trap us and keep us and can lead us into pain within our lives. The Latin word for vice is vitium, hope I said that right, which means flaw, defect, fault, or error. Emotional pattern is a more new age term that I believe describes it well and makes it easier to communicate to people in our generation. I do not want to abandon the word passion or vice because they make a statement that this emotional pattern we struggle with is something we must work on. And it's not just a jolly old emotion. So throughout this, I will use them interchangeably throughout this whole episode so you can get a grasp on the language as well. Why is the passion, vice, emotional pattern important? Because the Enneagram is a growth tool, a growth tool. Many times people get caught in just getting the knowledge of it and seeing some of the patterns, but do not apply it to themselves in a way that helps them grow. When you start to notice and become aware of your passion, you realize when you may be moving towards unhealthiness and your type structure may be about to take over and react in an automatic habitual behavior instead of choosing the action you want to make. Disrupting your vice allows you to make better choices for your life and just maybe get the things you really want out of life and not settling for a knockoff, counterfeit, faux, or fake version of it. Quick, easy example. If you are looking for affection, attention, and love, but you settle for sex, which will never hit the mark of what you're really longing for. That is more of an extreme example, but this is the case for many areas in our lives. The power of the Enneagram is the internal work. Internal work is not like external work which is usually fast and caught up in what others think, say, and do. Internal awareness is slower, quieter, more challenging, and way harder than external work. Why do you think so few people intentionally change for the better? Unless something chaotic brings it to their attention that they must change. It is not easy, but if you are here, then you must be one of the people working on engaging in the challenging journey of internal work. Recognizing your emotional pattern is important if you want to dive into internal work and truly change your life for the better. So here we go, what is my type passion? The vice, passion and emotional pattern for the type three is deceit. Deceit is not exactly lying for type threes with their words but it is lying with the way they portray themselves and live their lives. The passion of deceit overcomes them when they allow the thoughts, opinions of others come into their minds. Type threes craft an image, matter of fact, many images that they need to present in order to feel, look successful in any spot. When they are not able to deceive people with their image, they can become quite anxious and disengaged, acting as if something or a group is beneath them. But what is really going on is that internally there's a battle going on with some feelings of inadequacy, fear, or anxiety. The vice of deceit makes type threes stuck in a repetitive cycle of trying to constantly impress others with what they are doing. The hard part about being a three in certain areas, especially like America, is that they are usually rewarded by society for their accomplishments and achievements, though many of the things that threes achieve is not for them, but for the opinion or praise of others. All threes who have done some internal work know that the buzz of getting an achievement only lasts for so long until the next accomplishment comes. Achievement and accomplishment is like a drug to type threes. It gets you high for a little while, then you're right back low looking for another hit of vainglory success because most of the successful things that threes do was never really for them and is not truly what they wanted deep down. Deceit moves type threes from their authentic selves and into whatever image they believe people want from them. The emotional pattern of deceit also makes threes very tired because when threes present an image, they feel as they must act, perform, and present that image consistently to those people every time. So how in the world did I get this passion? It all started as a child. Somewhere in childhood, type threes got the message. If I achieve and accomplish, I will be okay. Maybe only achievements and accomplishments were praised and threes did not feel completely loved or just being themselves. Or failure has been the worst thing possible. So deceit became a way to manipulate it into their image. They needed in order to be loved, in order to feel love slash attention that they actually wanted and needed. What can I do when I notice my passion is rearing its ugly head? So what can type threes do when they feel deceit starting to happen within themselves? Threes, when you feel the need to impress, that is when deceit is rearing its ugly head. Also, pay attention to what is going on inside your body, such as anxiety. Most would never know that threes have some strong social anxiety because threes have become so good at performing, yet it still impacts them. I had an experience where I felt some of the threes' social anxiety doing an exercise with the three. It sounds crazy, but it was way too real when we did this exercise. We kind of felt what a person was saying if you get what I'm saying. We didn't hear what they were saying. We actually felt what they were saying. But anyway, that's an exercise for another time. It was a great experience. But the threes anxiety felt very different from my sevens anxiety in that the threes anxiety felt to me heavy and terribly uncomfortable. My anxiety is a is light. It makes me feel like I could fly or float away. But the threes anxiety was so heavy, I had to do my best to shake it off after the exercise. When your passion or deceit starts to happen, Take some slow, deep breaths. Then start to think, why am I trying to impress? And then, is this authentically what I want to do? One of the biggest part of the challenge for threes is coming in touch with themselves and their own feelings. When threes can take the challenge of working to be authentic in the way they communicate and feel, they actually start to get what they truly want out of life. That does not usually look like A lot of achievements and accomplishments. They changed their definition of success and it now encompasses them actually being them true selves. When this happens, their definition of success includes making the people they love a priority in life and not just a part of success or demise of their image. So quick reminders, I have a Patreon account and I have not reached my goal yet. Right now I'm at $70 trying to get to at least 100 so that I could um, cover my podcast editing fee completely. So I'm able to, uh, that would help me financially so that I can work more on creating content for all the listeners. And I can work on creating more things and putting more Issues out there, and more resources to actually help people grow and become better for their communities. Also, I have an event coming up, um, a local event, February the eighth. It is called Foundations to the Enneagram, and it's going to be in Memphis. You can find out more about that event at kaizencareers.com forward slash events, or you can go to Eventbrite and sign up there. There's not many seats to this workshop, so if you are interested, I would say go ahead and sign up. But you can check it out at Eventbrite or my website kaizencareers.com forward slash events. Also, if you need help in the coaching, consulting, or training um, arena with the Enneagram for your organization that you work with, that you're a part of, you can also contact me at Milton at kaizencareers.com. We can discuss how that will look, what it will look like, and how the Enneagram could bring some true benefit to your organization or your um, company which would be awesome. Um, Besides that, Enneagram threes. If your emotional pattern, vice, and passion of deceit is filling you up, before you react out of strong threeness, take a deep breath in your nose and out through your mouth slowly and ask yourself, why am I trying to impress? And is this authentically how I want to present? And then do it for the gram, the Enneagram, of course, and make a healthy choice. We'll see you soon. Hope you have a great day. See you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks